so um what's going on guys your man nba fan crazy here and we're back on the pod with another episode and this one this episode centers entirely around one thing it's the excitement of the nba like how pete pranicker says the welcome to the excitement of the nba the way he says it it's so catchy but it also defines everything that the end uh, that the that what i'm going to talk about today is going through right now well the excitement of the nba today it might be the seeding games might be ending so it's probably playoff time and the playoffs look very different compared to because the playoffs all about intensity energy with no fans in the bubble and mostly cheering on their team from the microsoft screens in the in the arenas like for example the visa athletics center the hp field house the arena and advent health arena so um so the, this play is going to be a very unusual one because in that times home court advantage was for something now the only thing you probably might have are the fans on the screen which are nothing like the fans standing right next on the court side and the seats in the arena and like and that uniformity like the color the shirts everything like like the they sell out shirts and all the fans who wear the shirt like it resembles everything about playoff basketball and when i and i tune in to watch the heat like uh, my my favorite team the miami heat uh, my my team the miami heat about how excited i was to see the white hot in the stands with now like in 2018 we probably might have thought he stood a chance against philadelphia but well for me now as a fan it's a very different so uh it's it's a very different feeling um for me like in 2018 now knowing that we can win a series and go farther uh like it's a very different feeling like to um to witness or for the first time now knowing advanced uh so for something no advanced and then like uh and to just like feel the energy in the arena like you hope you could be there so for this one it's very different so i'm going to be talking about uh talking about the plane the western conference plane okay so the western conference plane is all the buzz of the nba like portland san antonio memphis and the fin and phoenix now probably no one really thinks san antonio has a shot so you know what guys uh, i don't think uh, san antonio will qualify because uh, Let's look at what San Antonio has for its last game. Okay, so San Antonio has Utah tomorrow and uh and pretty much in all these teams if it if if all the teams win. You know what based on this uh I'll be doing this wait. There I went into a website uh I'm looking in nba.com about the criteria uh how the Trail Blazers and the other NBA team other teams vying for the Western Conference spot make it in. Yeah. 
So look at this criteria guys. So the Blazers are in the 8th seed having seized it from the Grizzlies. How do they how do they get the 8th seed? The possible scenarios. Uh so wait guys. So yeah. So the 8th seed 19 I want the elimination too. So uh, I'll be just going back into sporting news so i hope this is what says i'm sorry for the delay guys if y'all i almost wasted half a minute saying that um yeah so i think we are here almost so uh let's just look at this uh man so let's look at the probabilities first so um so looking at the probabilities the trail blazers making it in is an 81% and um according to probabilities of the website net silvers 538 uh 538 thinks that the suns are going to be the second team with the grizzlies dropping out but i just even as as in the last part as i uh, last podcast episode as i said about how excited i don't know whether the grizzlies uh, actually lose this one like so uh, i don't know if the grizzlies actually lose this one man like they yanis is not there and probably they're going to rest their starters um, which probably might mean an easy w for memphis so uh, so that's a very big thing because look at this the memphis grizzlies catch the milwaukee bucks having clinched and also uh also in a very um weak spot because not from milwaukee but from memphis like so memphis they know that they can get to the plane by just playing hard when milwaukee starters are not there um so that's a pretty big thing so i'm just be telling the clinching scenarios for um each of these teams if how if um, how each of these teams could could fall into the number 8 or 9 seeds as per what i say in front of my uh, in the in the espn article that is right here in front of me portland trail blazers 34 39 466 uh, 0.466 win percentage they are they seize the 8 seed from the grizzlies so it says here the Portland gets the 8th seed with a win or losses by Memphis, Phoenix and San Antonio. Portland gets the 8th seed, I repeat. 8th seed with a win or losses by Memphis, Phoenix and San Antonio. Where Portland could fall to the 9th seed if Portland gets the 9th seed with a combined two losses uh they could fall to the 9th seed but that is the ceiling okay a combined two losses with uh from phoenix san antonio san antonio or memphis so next team the trail blazers have are the versus the brooklyn nets i predict they'll win that and hold on to the 8th seed and probably eliminate whoever comes out of the plane in the first or the second game If it's the Grizzlies I think they'll eliminate them in the first game if it's the Suns I think they'll push them to the second game 
I think the Grizzlies might have the advantage for the 9th seed now. But I do think it's the Suns who will stand a bigger chance. But I just don't think... Uh, I don't think either of them will get it to Portland. Portland's is too... Ta- they're too talented. They've been injured all year. They're finding the groove at the right time. And they've also been really good in the bubble. Like, let me check what Portland's record is in the bubble. So, uh, y'all could know how much I really like this team's chances out of anyone else out of the four teams to get into the playoffs. So, uh, the game started with uh, a 1-0 in the first game, 1-1 in the second, uh, a 1, a 3-1 by the fourth, um, 3-2 in the fifth. They're 5-2 in the bubble. And Damian Lillard's probably look like look the part of the bubble MVP, which will be announced after the uh, seeding games are done. The seeding games, uh, the playing games will be aired on ABC for all of y'all Eastern uh, Eastern Time and Eastern Time viewers and Western Time viewers. This is the time. This is this bends NBA history. This is the moment when. We witnessed something like the NBA changed its format like to accommodate this. We might never see a plane like this ever again. Just saying. It's going to be a very interesting moment. I think Portland make it in as the 8th seed. So, moving on to the next team. The Memphis Grizzlies. Sitting in at 31, uh, 33 and 39 with a... a a uh, 4.458 winning percentage. Um, it really, it clearly says here are uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. I they're one and six in the bubble. That is way underwhelming. Like two, like this just can't happen. One and six in the bubble. I know they're tough opponents, but the Grizzlies really had it coming. And don't even try to get me talking about New Orleans. I'm not gonna mention them. I'm not even come, gonna come close to mentioning them. It's just solely about the four teams right here. I, I, uh, I'm sorry, Suns fans, but if this goes down the way it goes down, Memphis is favored to win this game. So let me go look over at the Phoenix game um, against Dallas tomorrow. Phoenix is also favored to win, but with the tiebreakers, the Memphis Grizzlies hold. The the uh, head the head to a tiebreaker if that's right. Wait, let me look at this. Phoenix Suns versus Memphis Grizzlies head to head. Yeah, there you have it. Okay, guys. So going into land of basketball. Yeah. So the the Grizzlies uh, clearly stole the season series. The first game on November second, two thousand nineteen, the Suns won uh, one fourteen to one hundred five. Then the next game, the Grizzlies won one hundred eight one fifteen. The one in which Jam Moran slammed uh, sla- the slam dunk over Aaron Baines. Um, January fifth, twenty twenty, um, the um, Memphis. Uh, Memphis won 114-121. Where in January 26th, where um, Grizzlies won 114-109. 
so there you have it guys um uh, even if both teams win the grizzlies will get it in and i th- i do think the grizzlies will get it in but i do th- but i don't think they stand much of a chance in the plane because uh portland's healthy and the grizzlies lost to them last time when they had jan jackson junior going off and portland doesn't have defense and jan jackson junior was letting uh, was exposing him um so this clearly uh This clearly states that though Memphis have the biggest chance of making the plane, uh, I don't think they'll win the play. I think they'll get ousted in the first game. Um, so the clinching scenarios in Memphis Grizzlies are: Memphis gets the number eight seed with a win and a Portland loss. I don't think that happens. Memphis gets the number nine seed with a win or loss by Phoenix and San Antonio. The key word here: Phoenix and San Antonio. So they probably are gonna win the game and then they're gonna clinch it. So basically, the Suns could go. Wait, guys, uh, lay off. Speaking about Phoenix, here we come. The mem- the me- next game that the mem- Grizzlies have against the Bucks, um, 4 p.m. Eastern time. And about Portland, the the game that the Trailblazers have on uh, Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Then um, the Grizzlies are five hours before 4 p.m. Eastern time. So getting to the Suns. The Suns have been probably the biggest surprise team in the NBA bubble. So um, the Phoenix Suns still did the same record, 33 and 39, and they came in 26 and 39, and uh, they made up like they are six games behind the Grizz, and the Grizz going bad, and the Suns also exploding at the right time has made them. Uh, this this gotta be very good for Suns fans, man. Win or lose, you're gonna. See, I just read an article about the. You know what? Check this out. Wait. Phoenix Suns the ringer the ringer clearly says uh the Suns have finally built the right team around Devin Booker and the money Williams has really helped uh, on the superstar I don't think Devin Booker is a superstar but he's close to one I'll take it if not for the winning if he has the winning he's really a good superstar so this article states The Suns are more than Devin Booker. Clearly, yes, he's averaging. He's probably the bubble MVP in my eyes, and uh, but he's not the reason they are. He is a huge reason why they're seven and zero. But this article says it's put the final. It put it put the uh, right supporting cast around him. Uh, Aiton is. Uh, look at this, guys. Since the season's restart, Phoenix gone to a new starting five of Booker, Ricky Rubio, DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges, and Cam Johnson. So it's Rubio at point, Booker at shooting guard, Mikael Bridges at the small forward, Cam Johnson at the power forward, and Ayton at the five. So Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson are really good. Cam Johnson is a more experienced shooter with a very high floor, and Bridges. That's there is a thing called Mikhail Jail for that reason. Okay, so uh, that's really one thing. Um, and the other thing is they've they built they're building the right pieces. Rubio's ball handling has allowed um, this guy uh, who is it uh, Booker to play off the ball, uh, widely panned for his decision making. Uh, like they have to criticize like Rubio signings. Like oh my gosh, that thing is trash. Like y'all overpaying. Yeah, people pretty much slammed them, slammed them, and slammed them. Um, Ening is older than Booker, Cam Johnson, and uh, but I like the early returns I'm I'm seeing from the Suns now. 
they are criticized for giving the deal to rubio and they are criticized for giving the uh, deal to cam johnson uh but what i what i'm seeing is uh this guy look at this the sun this guy's ability to space the floor in different multiple positions multiple positions improves every line of the season cam johnson might not have a huge ceiling but he does he's build size yeah it's also a pretty big thing like man these people are the suns are building a really good team man the suns are building a really good team and i can't say enough of what is uh, what the suns have been doing like they're building uh, suns are the suns are really making me uh, making me root for them man and i i have no reason to root for the suns i have no reason to but the way they just playing in this bubble man it's just fascinating man man so good man so good ha ah. so good like the suns are building the right team um really good uh, the bench units playing well monny williams the suns have went to work in the gym they went to work in the gym so um this is and i uh, wait wait kelly ubre junior didn't even play kelly ubre has the ability uh, ubre has the ability to guard multiple positions he has a very good is uh, a very good defender a uh, kelly ubre junior is a really good defender so um look at this guy kelly i thought they sans would have felt kelly ubre junior's impact a little bit but mikhail bridges really stepping up like to fill the void uh i can't say enough man i can't say enough of how the suns have been doing man the suns uh, they put the right coach monny williams like instead of some people trying to just like say no they're willing to listen they're willing to improve this is the james jones making a, a right decision they t- man i can't say enough about the suns man they are playing against dallas so the way the suns um, clinch the number 8 seed is with a win and combined with the members loss and a portland loss and the way the phoenix gets the number 9 seed is with a win combined with a memphis or a portland loss that the chances of that to happen is very low then but the god of the phoenix suns fans got to be happy playoffs or no playoffs like like they feel like they have a chance at um, swinging away these um, naysayers so uh, the phoenix suns at um, number the third team then the final last and final team the san antonio spurs the spurs have been making some lucky good improvements more uh, having not having allrich i thought would be a big impact because in my mind though derozan went on almost an efficiency burst I thought Aldridge is still somewhat the best player because of how reliable he is and the way he had to adapt himself to the game become more real become more open to becoming a stretch four and that's made wonders for this team because he can still shoot the mid range but his willingness to go to the three point line is what change like the this team's ceiling somewhat and with with them out so I thought they would somewhat struggle. I'm not saying that. I thought they would somewhat struggle. Like 
like i thought there is no excuse there was no pressure on the san antonio spurs so going with uh, three guards was uh, was a big thing um well that's pretty okay i don't remember i don't watch lot of spurs basketball a lot so can you um, please tell the pos- if if you do know in you can you can come on to the nba fan crazy fan crazy podcast here on anchor and and tell which uh, which of those three guards playing which positions cuz i do think um dejonte murray is playing point guard with i think lonnie walker Lonnie Walker is playing the small forward role. So, DeRozan moving to small ball four. That wait, based on DeRozan, I've seen a lot of things about DeRozan moving to a small ball four role. The Spurs even really lucky surprising. I'm not I'm not willing to chime on them in that. So, the Spurs have been embracing the three-point shot more because um Because they, they are since already going on, Yaka Pertl has to, had to step into the center role, or because, yeah. So, when he has adopted a small ball philosophy, uh, DeRozan to the power forward spot, inserted Derek White, Lonnie Walker Jr., Yaka Pertl. in the starting lineup alongside DeJounte Murray defensively they've been bad unsightly run and gun teams uh premium on the transition game or on the three point shot uh they have been using this time for development while also winning while also using it to somewhat increase DeRozan's stock and uh, DeRozan's playing really well this season i just don't have a lot to say about San Antonio So we'll I since we'll just get to the standings here. So San Antonio gets the number 8 seed with a win compared to the Memphis loss, a Phoenix loss and a Portland loss. San Antonio gets the number 8 seed with a win plus a combined two losses from Phoenix, Portland or Memphis. So man, the San Antonio Spurs I don't think they're going to be in the hunt. because they they need a lot of ifs to go on the right side for them whether it's the phoenix suns uh, they need a lot of ifs and a win uh, even you could say that about any other team too except for portland who only needs two losses from phoenix san antonio memphis to have a maximum ceiling on the number 9 spot so so my predictions for who wins um i'm sorry to say this fam I do think the Portland Trail Blazers will make the number 8 seed. A lot of things have gone right for them. Uh well, certainly because you look at this. So many teams unhealthy, so many teams uh the the lot had to go right for Portland but they also had to play the they had to have, like CJ McCollum's dealing with a fractured back. Jan Jackson Jr is gone. Uh Jan Jackson Jr still being in there would give me a little bit of hope in the Grizzlies uh but uh I just don't I I just don't So my plain prediction is Portland and Memphis So um Portland Memphis you would ask me one reason why I do think Phoenix will win uh, I don't think uh, Memphis will also win 
So due to the head-to-head tiebreaker, I do think the Memphis Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers will go in. But this matchup favors Portland because they are seized the number 8 seed. Uh, and also because, uh, and, I, and by the way, in my plain prediction, the Portland Trailblazers win against the Grizzlies in the first game. Thereby making it to the number 8 seed. So that's it guys so for more you can follow me on the um, NBA Fan Crazy podcast right here on Anchor and you can also follow me on the two channels i mentioned in YouTube the NBA Fan Crazy channel or Fanverse the NBA analysis analysis machine and this is me the NBA Fan Crazy podcast right here on Anchor signing off